You are listening to the Metabolic PCOS Coach Podcast and I am your host Dr. Rashmi Pawar, a gynecologist and a master certified life and weight coach who helps you reverse your PCOS to avoid all the complications associated with it while staying reversed for the rest of your life. Hello my friend and welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to talk about ways, 10 ways how PCOS women can get harmed while they are trying to get pregnant. Now, this is something which has been on my mind and I keep talking about it all the time, but this is where I've like concise like 10 most common complications that someone with PCOS would suffer with when she's either trying to get pregnant or is pregnant. So first of all, there are many, like if, if I go on Google, I find many women uh, searching for like, can someone have PCOS in pregnancy? They cannot have PCOS in pregnancy because PCOS is a syndrome, like uh, like the excess hair generally improves uh, or the hair loss also improves, but uh, irregular period can't really be there in pregnancy, right? Because you're pregnant, there is no period in pregnancy. There should be no bleeding in pregnancy. Anytime you get bleeding in pregnancy, that's not normal. But PCOS cannot, PCOS is a gynecological condition wherein it means that it's a non-pregnant condition. But PCOS is because of insulin resistance. So that continues to stay in PC, uh, in pregnancy. So by default, like it's sort of a nature's defense mechanism for PCOS women to not get pregnant. Because you, if you see the problem of why PCOS is happening, it's because our cells are not able to push the insulin, uh, the sugar inside our cells. Like the insulin that we have is not working in the best possible form. Not all the cells are not hundred percent insulin resistance is there. Some of it is working. Like of course that's why we are living, but most of it is not working. All that sugar keeps accumulating. The extra sugar it gets converted into fat. We are still hungry, so we keep eating. So insulin resistance, our cells are not sensitive to insulin. So our glucose, whatever we eat, is not going in the cells. And that means that a lot of glucose is in circulation before it gets converted to fat. And that's not safe for the baby. So PCOS women, what nature does or what your brain does is that because you're not able to get pregnant, uh, because this toxic sugar is going to be there in your blood because of your cellular condition, it just stops ovulation so that you don't get pregnant. If you don't get pregnant, you don't suffer with, like a baby is not born with these complications. You don't suffer with miscarriages and all the other complications. But that's not what is happening today. We have managed to find medications which can help you get pregnant. Now, doctors have, doctors and scientists have invented medications which can cheek your brain to believe that there is no insulin resistance and we can make an egg and get you pregnant. And, but they're not literally helping you with metformin. I mean, uh, they're not helping you with insulin resistance. I mean, they, they do give metformin, they, go, they do give inositols, they give uh, a lot of medication to bring the insulin resistance down, but still it doesn't work always. In fact, I know it doesn't work always because these patients are 
they that that insulin resistance sort of worsens in pregnancy and they need insulin they need higher doses of metformin and a lot of complications can happen while that is happening and that's what are we going to talk about so you are not supposed to get pregnant naturally unless you correct your insulin resistance unless you now we cannot really change our cellular makeup but we can really control the way we are eating by that i mean we can eat less glucose food items and have proteins which are required have fats which are required and reduce the glucose because if suppose our brain needs glucose our body needs glucose it can take it from the fat it cannot take from the proteins and every food item has some glucose in it so we ourselves are enough um, sensitive that we don't need a high carbohydrate diet because of the the condition that we are in so there so that's where we can control the situation but the doctors and the healthcare system is such that they are actually like many uh, places like uk and where there's a centralized healthcare they will actually ask you to lose weight and they will keep asking you to lose weight but they will not support you through the weight loss and also weight loss is like such an emotional work they are not supporting you with that so many patients will somehow get the treatment they will wait for it to happen naturally not nat- it's not happening then they finally get pregnant with treatment but let's talk about the 10 ways that you pcos can harm you on in your journey towards becoming a mother number 1 pcos causes low sexual desire this is because as a pcos woman you are not ovulating when we are not ovulating we don't have that consistent rise and fall of um of um uh, estrogen and progesterone as a result of which we don't have that sexual desire which happens during ovulation because we are not ovulating along with this there are mood swings because of the hormonal composition that we are having because of um the slightly high testosterone the, the abnormal estrogen which is in circulation there is absolutely no possible progesterone um there are mood swings which happen and there are a lot of mood mood problems that can happen like we can start getting more feelings um negative feelings like anxiety depression insecurity guilt jealousy anger irritability constant worrying and disappointment and these can all culminate into mood disorders like anxiety or depression apart from that they will all worsen your sexual desire or your uh, libido libido by making it hard really hard to maintain any sort of sexual relationship with our partners so the next complication or the next harm that can happen uh, due to pcos is fertility treatments it it is a harm by itself i mean it's a treatment <laughs> i mean you think probably like because for a doctor i'm a doctor right so for for a doctor any sort of treatment yes it's correcting a problem but for you in pcos a fertility treatment means a lot of intervention so because you have irregular periods your insulin resistance is not corrected in a right way many of these pcos women can um get uh, pregnant um can get pregnant uh, cannot get pregnant naturally and they need treatment to get pregnant so that would mean multiple doctor visits many blood tests many many 
constant blood tests apart from that the doctors would give you medications some of these medications like lomifin citrate letrozole these are just tablets but they have side effects a lot of mood swings that can happen with just these medications apart from that oh if the doctor is putting you on some controlled hormonal medication gonadotropin injections um these injections painful <laughs> repeated doctor visits uh, injections are uh, injections and they uh, they need to be very strongly monitored now and also the doctor might put you on a lot of medications uh, which don't really have a definitive benefit like there is no hard evidence that it supports especially medications like vitamins and supplements and even some hormones uh, some doctors would give so much progesterone in so many forms giving some sort of supportive evidence but really there is no hard evidence that it is beneficial apart from that the doctors might do successive multiple every day sometimes twice a day vaginal ultrasounds to track your ovulation which can be really painful really painful i know the probe is still not as bad but still it's uncomfortable and it's very very personal it's like someone is invading your own um privacy the third uh, complication or harm that pcos can put you through is basically a lot of stress apart from the above discomforts which i spoke about the painful injections the side effects the treatments uh, doctor visits um apart from these there are many stressors associated with fertility treatment doctors demand that the husband comes at least for one visit because um he is responsible to make a baby right and not all our husbands are either free or even willing to come because so many of them will consider it uh, they they're scared that they might find that there's they have poor count or something so it produces extreme anxiety for men because they have to give a semen sample or the doctor might come to know that there is a problem in sex so you both need to have sex um when the doctor tells you i mean how how weird is that uh it always felt weird when i told my patients to do that and i would have patients who like keep on coming for ovulation induction medications and monitoring and at the end she told me she really struggles he really struggles to have sex so there is a different problem right but a pcos woman would still think that something is wrong with her and she will keep on trying to fix it so it, it we can we can manage our brains around it our mind around it but it becomes like a dual stressor many couples go through immense emotional stress during these times the anxiety associated with all of this is worse when the period is due like you've taken so much treatment you've gone through so many injections and everything and then when your period is due that pregnancy test or if you manage to get your period before time it's just like heartbreaking so that is a third um stress is third complication which comes because of pcos the fourth one is ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome this is where this is something which is very typical to polycystic ovarian syndrome patients uh women and it it, it means that your ovaries which are normally like 3 to 4 cm long it's like 1 by 2 by 3 cm is the size of the ovary it's like a small very small organ 
it swells up almost three to four times its normal size, both of the ovaries. Huh? And they swell up due to many fluid-filled cysts. They become as big as 8 to 10 centimeters. And not just that, they become big. Like ovary is a very delicate organ, highly sensitive organ. It, it is like the most precious part of your body. So it has a lot of nerve fibers on it. And when your ovaries swell up so much, it's very very painful and trust me when the patient gets this sort of pain there is not much medication we can give there are only limited pain relief options that we have apart from the this there is a lot of water retention which can happen like your tummy will literally swell up it will become like a big tummy because there is water swelling up uh, water building up in your tummy uh, it, there can be water built up in your lungs and water built up in your hands and your legs and your face. You can just, patients just look as if some, some they just swell up suddenly. So that is a very dangerous complication that can happen with uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Not everyone gets it, but it's definitely there. And not everyone will be at life-threatening um, conditions as long as they are monitored. But yes, it is really really scary for doctors we don't want that the next complication or the next harm that can happen to you because of pcos is miscarriages now pcos women have insulin resistance which by itself is toxic to babies because that extra sugar is roaming in your blood which can harm the babies now our doctors and our healthcare system and our uh, scientists have helped us cheat this defense system right like where the brain has like stopped letting you make a baby so we have found a way to make a baby but understand insulin resistance is still there and we will suffer with the effects of insulin resistance and one of the effects is because of this toxic nature of insulin resistance high sugars even if you don't have diabetes right now pure insulin resistance is not safe for your baby to grow in you so the brain will miscarry because almost 70 percent of miscarriages which happen in uh, first trimester we can't find out why it's happening. 70% of the time, there is no evidence why that happens. So many a times we will say that it's because of a genetic problem that we cannot do tests for and all of that. But one of the very important reasons is insulin resistance. Like literally, it's nature's defense mechanism for you to not have a baby. Now, I'm not saying that if you correct insulin resistance, you won't have miscarriage. You still might have it. But at least once you are correcting your insulin resistance, you're setting up yourself for more and more success rather than more and more risk. You can also get a second trimester miscarriage, which is like the heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Your baby has grown 14, 15 weeks, and then suddenly your water bag breaks or suddenly you deliver. This is typical because... PCOS women are at risk of um, infections and these infections can um, sort of infect the water bag and cause leakage and can produce second trimester miscarriage. Apart from that, again, PCOS women are at risk of ectopic pregnancies, which are a form of miscarriages wherein the baby doesn't survive. Any sort of miscarriage is traumatizing by itself and it takes a PCOS woman forever to get started again because it is heartbreaking and now your brain has evidence that it has happened and it can happen again so your brain will constantly try to figure out how not to make it happen and its defense mechanism is not let you try again <laughs> so it takes a long time for PCOS women to start again even when um, all that is required is for them to try again
The next complication because of PCOS is multiple pregnancies. When PCOS women get treated for pregnancy, their ovaries make a lot of eggs. Normally, we are supposed to make only one egg every month. That's it. And normally, we are supposed to have only one baby. In fact, by mistake, if they are twins, one will die. So it's having a natural twin pregnancy is a very rare thing. And when we give Clomid, Fletrazole, or any sort of fertility medication, there is risk of multiple pregnancies. Like even if you do IVF, where we have removed the eggs outside and we are making babies outside, when they're transplanting, depending on the country's law, they will maximum transplant inside like three babies because the chances of, they want the babies to stick inside because many times they will not stick inside. But sometimes both stick, two stick or three stick. So um, sometimes four stick. And like if your country, like in India, where the medical termination is so strong, they will put many babies inside. And then when many babies are growing inside, they will do embryo reduction, which is like you're going inside and killing one baby so that one survives. But th that's like all so complicated and so messed up. Like here we are trying to have a baby and then we want to like kill one. So those are the dilemmas which PCOS women have to go through. Normal people don't, normal women don't have to go through all this. So apart from that, some of these babies, they can get stuck in tubes and produce ectopic pregnancies. Now, multiple pregnancies, twins, triplets, quadruplets, they're not normal. They are high risk by itself and they themselves are at risk for so many complications. They make themselves are a complicated pregnancy. So much shit can happen just because of twins. So we don't want that. Many patients want to have twins at a time. Like It's like in vogue to go and get fertility treatment and have twins at a time. But trust me, you might think it's easier. I mean, there is suffering anyway, but the risk associated with twins and you losing the babies are also very high. So are you really willing to take those risks? The next complications um, is preterm deliveries. Now, because PCOS women are at risk of repetitive infection due to insulin resistance, this can lead to preterm labor and preterm deliveries. Infections also can produce premature water bag leakage. That means after 24 weeks, when the baby can survive, the water bag has leaked and the labor has not started. Now that means the water keeps leaking, the baby's still inside, but understand it has literally compromised the biggest barrier that of safety for the baby. Now this means there can be infection which can go and stick to the baby. There can be infection on the uterus and it can be life-threatening, life-threatening for you and the baby both. So in a country like India and something like this happened, they immediately terminate the pregnancy. If the patient has not delivered in 24 to 48 hours, they are going to induce and deliver the baby. But in countries where the abortion law is very strong, there they need to really justify uh, to see if the baby or the mother is at risk. If the baby is anyway going to die and the mother's life is at risk and they will keep monitoring, so many of these patients would require inpatient admission. They will need con continuous monitoring to see if these babies are, um, if this mother is getting uh, any sort of life-threatening thing evolving. 
um, and they will terminate the baby pregnancy at that time. But even if this baby continues to grow like 28 weeks, 29 weeks inside the uterus, still this baby has been subjected to infections. Uh, even after it comes out, there'll be a lot of uh, an ICU admission for like at least two, three months, a lot of injection, a lot of blood tests for the babies. I mean, they're so small. All of this PCS woman has to go through. Then the big daddy of PCOS women is pregnancy diabetes. <laughs> it's almost inevitable. If a PCOS woman has not corrected her insulin resistance before getting pregnant, she is at risk of pregnancy diabetes. Now, like twins, pregnancy diabetes is in itself a high-risk complication. It demands regular sugar monitoring, regular diet, like changing your diet right away, uh, regular blood tests, lots of needles, uh, everyday monitoring. They might even need like regular ultrasound to see if the baby is growing, overgrowing, if baby is growing faster, or even if the baby is not growing faster. You might need induction. Diabetes uh, in pregnancy patient needs induction depending on her sugar control. If her sugar control is not good, they will be induced at 38 weeks. If sugar control is optimized with metformin, then they will be... Um, uh, every hospital has a different guideline when to induce, but these patients would get induced. And earlier induction can mean that the baby might need an ICU stay, you might need cesarean section, lots of needles, injections, medications, and worst of all, this baby might need an ICU admission. An ICU admission here because his sugar has fallen drastically. And the worst thing is this baby will be born with insulin resistance because mother's insulin, uh, mother had diabetes in pregnancy. Her sugars were high. This baby's cells were exposed to such high sugar, such high insulin. Baby is going to have insulin resistance. So the babies born to diabetic mother are, mothers are at risk of dental cavities, childhood obesity, polycystic ovarian syndrome if it's a girl, early puberty, early periods in girls diabetes for them and many more body image issues and so many obesity all these complications this child is going to suffer which you are suffering right now so that increases if you don't correct your sugars right now next is infections infections pregnancy by itself puts you a woman at risk for repeated infections especially urinary tract infections but PCOS women are at risk of recurrent resistant bacterial infection. These infections don't go and some patients actually need antibiotic for the whole nine months. Every day taking an antibiotic. Imagine that. Now, even that is not so common. But the worst with pregnancy diabetes a PCOS women suffers from is a fungal infection. They are menacing vaginal fungal infections. They are recurrent and painful and it hurts, and there's a weird, a curdy discharge which comes from the vagina, it's it's really bad, and it's really annoying. It's itchy, and somehow it disappears after delivery, but after delivery, <laughs> the fungus goes from the vagina to nipples, and it becomes like a very painful uh, nipple infection. While you're breastfeeding, it hurts like someone is cutting through your nipples. So all of that can be corrected. <laughs> If you reverse your PCOS right now, I mean, no amount of tablets can save you, no amount of metformin or insulin. Insulin might help, but metformin might help, but not really. <laughs> it didn't help me. Anyway, the last complication most PCOS women would, would suffer from is a complicated delivery. 
many of these would need an earlier induction of labor. They might have big babies. They might have diabetes. They might have need. A, they might need an earlier delivery due to some sort of infection or leak or are twins. Now, induction by itself is another complication, right? Because it can fail. That means you need a cesarean section, or it might be a long labor, long delivery. You might need instrumental delivery where we put a cup or put some forceps to pull the babies out. It can be difficult baby delivery, and especially shoulder dystocia, wherein the head of the baby comes, but the shoulders get stuck because these babies have like a chubby shoulders, chubby neck pad because of that sugars. Uh, these babies are really big uh, because of the high sugar in madhavam. They can have they can be heavy bleeding or infection during bleeding. So there is you know how our mothers were always like told to eat, eat, eat in pregnancy. Your baby needs to be good. Like in a in a country, in a poor country like India, where there is no food, it is understandable. But if your you have enough resources for food, food is not a problem, then most patients land up eating or overeating and they have a lot of sugar and they have these babies become big. I was born four kilos and later on I was like very skinny throughout but then I started gaining weight later on. So this diabetes in pregnancy has always been there but it's now getting diagnosed. You don't have to overeat in pregnancy. Really, you're going to cause yourself a lot of harm. So if you have mothers and sisters and family members who keep telling you, like, you need to eat, 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 you need to have a chubby baby, trust me, you need to trust your instinct, trust your body. If your body is like, no, I'm full, I don't need to, you need to stop, right? So... Chubby babies is a problem because they will come by cesarean section or complicated deliveries. Also, when the babies are big, the water is more because of diabetes. These patients are at risk of heavy bleeding, um, especially during delivery and after delivery. And there can be infection of the wounds like cesarean or episiotomy or perineal tears. They can all get infected. There can be infection of the uterus lining and you can get like heavy bleeding after delivery as well. So... This is inconcise. I've still not covered many things, but this is most concise topic <laughs> I have covered for complications because of PCOS. Now, after delivery also, you might need repeated admissions and repeated uh, hospital stays and hospital visits because of these infections. So the best way to avoid most of these complications is to lose weight before you get pregnant. And that can be achieved by reducing your carbohydrate intake, by sleeping better, by moving better. And most importantly, managing your mind better. Because understand, we are emotionally eating. We have like so efficiently associated food with our emotions. And especially the foods which are like addictive, high carbohydrate. These are highly addictive processed foods, refined food. They are made for addiction. And we are addicted to it. And now... You are suffering because of it and your child is going to suffer because of it. And it all can be avoided by you getting yourself, getting rid of that addiction that you have for sugar or processed food. And I can help you with that. So please follow the link in bio. And I'm coming up with a excellent five-step process course PCS2 pregnancy course, which is extremely affordable. Um, it's actually worth $100.
but I have given 90% discount on it and it's available for $10. It's going to release very soon. And if you are listening to me and if it's available, please follow the link in bio and get it. And get started with the guide which I've created for you that you can start using right now before you get pregnant. All right, my friend, that's it for today. I will see you next time. Hey, if you're ready to reverse your PCOS, I want to invite you to a discovery call with me to get started on your journey to reversing PCOS, where you are going to lose the weight first, the hardest part, and then get to all your health goals by staying insulin sensitive for the rest of your life using my proven formula. Just head over to the link in bio to book your call. I'll see you there.